Joe Healy was a popular football coach at Hofstra University. He was gunned down this weekend while sitting with his buddies outside a fast food restaurant. Tonight, his friends and family... It was the end of September back in 1990. A late night in Hempstead, Long Island, had turned into an early morning. Joe Healy and four of his friends had been out and decided to grab a late bite before heading home. So they picked up some food and were eating on a curb outside a fast food restaurant not far from Hofstra University. Healy, who was just 25 years old, was an assistant football coach at the school, a job he'd just started that summer. Then, at about 3.50 in the morning, police in Nassau County say someone tried to rob Healy and his friends. The young football coach was shot and killed. This is from our report just a few days later. Players and faculty from the team gathered to say goodbye. Two buses brought 80 Hofstra football players and several coaches to a Ramsey funeral home. The players were visibly shaken and understandably silent. They paid respects to the family of Joe Healy. Joe was a 25-year-old assistant football coach. He was shot through the heart while eating with friends outside a Hempstead fast food restaurant early Saturday morning. Robbery was the apparent motive. A few months later, three men were rounded up in a drug raid. When they were taken in, police said they also resembled composite sketches from Healy's murder. Eventually, those men, all young and African-American, were charged with Healy's murder. One of them would spend 30 years in prison until his case was given a second look. I'm Dan Bowens, and this is The Tape Room. On this episode, the wrongful conviction of Christopher Ellis. He was 20 years old when he was arrested and charged with the murder of Joe Healy. Now 51 years old, Ellis has just been freed after his sentence was overturned. We were there, along with friends and family, as Ellis walked out of the courthouse for the first time in Nassau County. It is raw emotion, relief, and joy. <laughs> the hugs and handshakes, smiles and tears not possible for decades. <laughs> and phone calls to family and friends not at the courthouse in Nassau County. You can understand why Christopher Ellis may not know how to work the modern-day face-to-face phone calls. He's been locked in prison for the last 30 years. But his murder conviction was just tossed out. I want to just run to the car so we can get out of here. I'm just happy to be out here to see my family. What was it like having that first hug, you know, with your friends, your family members? First hug was with my wife, and it was wonderful. Wonderful. Chris, can you just talk about it? Did you ever see this day coming? Um, I knew it would be here, but I didn't think it would take this long. It has been so long. 
Back in 1990, the killing of Joe Healy and investigation that followed received a lot of media attention. His death shattered this community. The team dedicated its next game to the late coach, winning that contest triumphantly. Friends who showed up to his funeral and memorial all those years ago remembered a young man with what was supposed to be his whole life ahead of him. Well, I've known Joey all his life. His father is my best friend, and uh, we were all together last week up in Boston for his sister's wedding, and he was a terrific kid. I knew him as a little kid. Um, we used to play football together, and um, had a great deal of respect for him. He, he respected a lot of people, and he deserved a lot of respect. Joe Healy coached at Hofstra for just six weeks. It was his dream job after leaving Wall Street. He was a popular coach and graduate student. The Hofstra Pride Alumni Club is offering a $5,000 reward for information leading to the arrest and conviction of Joe's killers. Police released composite sketches of the two suspects. Detectives say both are black and in their early 20s. There was a lot of pressure on investigators to solve this crime. And so a few months later, when Christopher Ellis, who was 20, David Lyles, who was 19, and Gary Lawrence, who was also 20, were arrested in that drug bust, police also found they matched the description in Healy's murder. According to the New York Times, Ellis eventually confessed to the crime after being interrogated on and off for 18 hours, deprived of food, water, and sleep, and handcuffed to a bench. But he quickly took it back, saying he only said it to stop the interrogation. It didn't matter. He was convicted, locked away when he was in his early 20s. Today uh, is a great day for Chris. Uh, it's a great day for justice. Uh, this has been an over 30-year nightmare. Christopher Ellis was charged and convicted for a murder he did not commit. He's an innocent man, and he spent three decades uh, in prison. And this is his first taste of freedom and since, he, since he was 20 years old. That's one of Ellis's attorneys, Ilan Maisel, moments after he was released. Nassau County Judge Patricia Harrington said Ellis's conviction should be tossed because a jury found him guilty based on testimony from a single eyewitness with no forensic or physical evidence. Maisel, the attorney, also noted his client had been investigated by white detectives and convicted by an all-white jury. A review of the case also alleged a witness to the shooting, interviewed by police, told them Ellis was not the gunman. Detectives also had information identifying other suspects, but those notes were never given to defense attorneys all those years ago. We found that the Nassau County Police Department hid evidence, they hid leads, they hid confessions, uh, they coerced confessions, uh, they violated the law. And as a result of that, Christopher Ellis and two other young men, Gary Lawrence and David Lyles, uh, were all convicted of, uh, of a murder they didn't commit. Ellis has been released for now, but it's possible the Nassau County District Attorney's Office could retry him. As for the other two men, David Lyles and Gary Lawrence, Maisel is representing them as well. They have both since been paroled. As he left the courthouse, someone asked Ellis what he wanted to do first. After all these years, on a hot summer day in the middle of August, he said he wanted to go and buy a scoop of rum raisin ice cream.
The Tape Room is part of the Fox 5 Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dan Bowens. This episode was recorded, edited, and mixed by Matt Onimus. Our executive producers are myself, Matt Onimus, and Ahmad Asgar. Byron Harmon is vice president of Fox 5 News, and Lou Leone is vice president and general manager. Stay tuned for the next episode of The Tape Room.